Freddie Freeman singled home the only run of the game Wednesday afternoon as the Braves beat the Reds in 13 innings, 1-0 in game one of their best-of-three National League wildcard series. The Reds had chances late in this one. In fact, they left eight runners on base in extra innings, and that really was the difference. Highlights in a bit, but first some final thoughts on the game from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, you. Tough one today as the Reds fall one to nothing. Cowboy, you can't say enough about the Reds pitching. Archie Bradley came in, hadn't pitched in a while. I mean, it had been a week since he last towed the rubber, and he just didn't look quite as crisp in that 13th inning when the Braves eventually scored the game-winning and the game's only run. Yeah, I think any time that you allow a couple of base runners and you turn the lineup back over, especially with this Braves lineup with Acuna, Freeman, and Ozuna coming up, and you had no outs at the time, it it, it makes it a, a very tall task. Uh, I think the, the biggest issue here is that the Reds were not able to plate any runs, had, well, a ton of opportunities to, to be able to do that and just weren't able to come up with the big hit or a hit at all with runners in scoring position besides the the single with Nick Castellanos with Votto at second, but the ball got to left fielder Adam Duvall so quickly there was no chance for Votto to score. There was so much promise in this game. You go back to the first inning, back-to-back singles to open the game, the double, uh, with two outs that led to the Reds loading the bases in the 11th inning. Couldn't score. Back-to-back singles open the 12th. The Reds loaded the bases again in the 13th with one out. They just couldn't come up with the big hit today. I, I would think that if someone told you that you were going to hold the this Braves offense to scoreless baseball for 12 innings, uh, there would be a whole lot of folks that would have made a bet that the Reds would win. And it just did not happen. Didn't work out today. Reds fall, one nothing. Braves win it. Reds will try to even the series tomorrow. It is a best of three. So the next two are truly must-wins for the Reds. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights. Nick Senzel, who was hitting leadoff for the Reds on Wednesday, swung at the very first pitch of the game and singled to left field. Nick Castellanos then singled, moving Senzel to third. And you're thinking, okay, the Reds are going to score some runs here. But Vado grounded out a Eugenio Suarez lined out, and Mike Moustak is grounded out as well. Trevor Bauer pitched a 1-2-3 bottom of the first for Cincinnati, and he got a little help from his right fielder. Freddie Freeman jumps on the first pitch, drives one deep to right, backing up Castellanos, and he makes the catch just in front of the wall. Wow. A fine running grab by Castellanos, chasing that one back over his left shoulder. That is the one play that has given Castellanos fits this year. The ball over his head right at the wall. And he plays this like a gold glove right fielder. That's what I'm talking about. It was a mistake by Bauer to a very good hitter in Freddie Freeman. And the Reds pull a rabbit out of the hat there. The Braves put a runner on base with two outs in the second, but Bauer struck out back-to-back hitters to end the threat. Nick Senzel singled again in the top of the third with one out but he was stranded at second base. The Braves had a real chance in the bottom of the fourth inning. Bauer hit Freeman to lead off the inning. Then with two outs, Ozzie Albies reached on an infield base hit. The first hit Bauer gave up on the afternoon. So two on with two outs, and the Reds' right-hander had a face, former Red Adam Duvall. No balls, two strikes, Bauer's pitch, breaking ball, strike three called right over the outside corner at the knees. Bauer with his seventh punch out of the game. 
The Braves go quietly in the fourth, stranding two. Meanwhile, after a one-out single in the third, Max Fried retired the next nine batters he faced. Nick Castellanos broke that streak with an infield single with one out in the sixth inning. That brought Joey Votto to the plate. Got to try to take advantage of it. And Votto grounds one through the left side. That's a base hit. Castellanos turns at second, digs for third. The throw coming, and out at third. Well, Castellanos dove in, and his back legs were up as he went in head first to third base, and that's where the tag was from Riley. It was on his legs, not his hand near the bag. In the bottom of the sixth, the Braves had a golden opportunity to break the scoreless tie. Ronald Acuna Jr. led off with a double. He moved to third on a ground ball. Marcel Ozuna then popped up to catcher Kirk Casale. Then Bauer did it again. Back home with it. Swing and a miss. He blew a fastball right by Darno. His ninth strikeout of the afternoon, and the Braves strand a big-time runner at third. Still scoreless, Reds and Braves. In the top of the seventh, Aristides Aquino blooped a one-out base hit the left field. Jesse Winker then was hit by a pitch. Kyle Farmer then hit into a force out. So two on with two outs, and Matt Davidson at the plate pinch hitting for Kirk Casale, and this happened. Well, this is a huge move right here for the Reds. Davidson will step to the plate, facing the left-hander Max Fried. The pitch up and away, a throw to second, and they've got him in a rundown, and the rundown continues, and now they've got the runner at third in a rundown, Aquino. Reds try to double steal, and it is not going to work out. The tag by Austin Riley on the dive as Freeman brought the ball back to the third baseman. Riley runs down Aquino, and that will be the final out of the Reds' seventh inning. Had runners at first and third, and the Reds tried to get a little tricky, and it didn't quite work out. Max Fried's day was done after seven innings for the Braves, and he didn't allow a run and only gave up six hits. Trevor Bauer set the Braves down in order in the bottom of the seventh. Chris Martin pitched a scoreless eighth for Atlanta. In the bottom of the eighth, Trevor Bauer got the first batter he faced to ground out. He then ended his day against Austin Riley. The 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He blew a fastball by him right there for his 12th strikeout. You could tell in the at-bat, the more breaking balls that Bauer threw, the more that Austin Riley slowed down his eyes a bit trying to make contact with that breaking ball. Once you do that, it is awfully difficult to catch up to a heater. Trevor Bauer was spectacular on Wednesday. Seven and two-thirds innings pitched, two hits, no runs, no walks, and 12 strikeouts, and those 12 strikeouts are a Reds postseason record. Rysel Iglesias replaced Bauer and struck out Acuna to end the eighth inning. Mark Melanson pitched a 1-2-3 top of the ninth for the Braves. Rysel Iglesias walked Freddie Freeman to lead off the bottom of the ninth. He struck out Marcel Azuna for out number one. He then got Travis Deneau looking. Next up was Ozzie Albies. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Rysel Iglesias pumps the fastball by Ozzie Albies, and he punches out three after the leadoff walk to Freeman. Nine innings complete in Atlanta. And we are still scoreless. In the top of the 10th, lefty Will Smith came out of the Braves' bullpen and set the Reds down in order. In the bottom of the 10th, Lucas Sims went to the mound for Cincinnati. He walked the first batter he faced. 
and the player he was traded for, Adam Duvall, but he got out of the inning without a run crossing the plate. With one out in the top of the 11th, Darren O'Day came on to pitch for Atlanta. He struck out the first batter he faced, but then gave up a double to Nick Castellanos. He then intentionally walked Joey Votto and unintentionally walked a Eugenio Suarez. That was the end of the day for O'Day. Lefty Tyler Matzik came on to face Mike Moustakas and struck him out to end the inning. Michael Lorenzen came out to pitch the bottom of the 11th. He got a pop-up, a strikeout, and then he finished it against Ozuna. Looking in, chomping on his gum. Nods of the sign from Barnhart. Sets at the belt, and the 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball up and out of the zone. 19 strikeouts by Reds pitching and 11 scoreless innings complete from Atlanta. So we go to the top of the 12th inning. Aristides Aquino led off with a single to right. Jesse Winker then singled to right, moving Aquino to third base. Number eight hitter Kyle Farmer struck out. So did number nine hitter Tucker Barnhart. Freddie Galvis then came to the plate to pinch hit for Shogo Akiyama, and he struck out to end yet another threat. In the bottom of the 12th, Travis Darnot led off with a single to left. Albies grounded into a force out. Lorenzen then struck out Adam Duvall. Lorenzen then threw a wild pitch, moving Albies to second base. Next up was Dansby Swanson. And we'll see where Lorenzen goes here. He turns it loose. Swing and a miss, and he struck him out. Oh, my goodness. This has been a strikeout fest of the Atlanta Braves offense. And we are still scoreless as we head to the 13th inning. The 13th inning! That was the Reds' 21st strikeout of the ball game. Shane Green came out to pitch the top of the 13th. With one out, Votto singled and moved to second on a wild pitch. A. Eugenio Suarez then singled, moving Votto to the third base. A.J. Minter then came on to face Mike Moustakas, and he walked him. But Aquino struck out, and Jose Garcia grounded out to end the inning. Archie Bradley came out to pitch the 13th for Cincinnati, and he gave up base hits to Nick Marcakis and Austin Riley to start the inning. Ronald Acuna then hit into a fielder's choice. Amir Garrett replaced Bradley, and he had to face the always dangerous Freddie Freeman. Anxious moments in Atlanta. Garrett with a high hold, the pitch to Freeman. Swing, and there's a line drive into center field. That's a base hit. Pache will score from third, and the Braves walk it off in 13, one to nothing over the Reds in game one of the National League Wild Card Series. Here are the totals for the Braves. One run, six hits, no errors, nine left on base. For Cincinnati, no runs, 11 hits, one error. They strand at 13, eight of those after the 11th inning. The winning pitcher is Minter, 1-0. The loser, Bradley, 0-1, no home runs in the game. The Reds had 21 strikeouts in the game, and again, that's a team record. Game time, four hours and 39 minutes. Time to hear what manager David Bell had to say after the game. David, I know uh, your position players got to be scratching their heads right now. Um, With so many chances and not able to score a run, uh, these one of the the harder losses to endure? Yeah, no, I mean, these guys, you know, take so much – pride in coming through in that in those situations um you know we saw excellent pitching from both sides um you're right I mean we had opportunities and and 
you know, each and every time we had, we had the opportunity, you know, we believed it was going to happen and we were, you know, we weren't able to score runs and um, obviously that was a big part of the game on both sides. So, um, you know, our pitching was unbelievable. I mean, they gave us every opportunity to win and, um, you know, just like you're saying, our, uh, our position players, our hitters, um, you know, take great pride in, in coming through in, in situations, even though it doesn't always work out. Um, you know, they look forward to being in those situations and being able to, to drive runs in. So um, you're, you're right. That was a, a tough loss today. And, um, you know, we have two more. We've seen this team bounce back. And I can't wait to, to come back out tomorrow and continue to compete and do everything we can uh, to win these next two games. In a scoreless game, uh, a lot of the opportunities are magnified, particularly in a playoff game. Uh, when Castellanos was th <clears throat> thrown out going to third on a ball hit to left field, was that being too aggressive in your mind? And the other one, the, the double steal or the delayed steal where you got caught in a rundown, was that a, a called play? Yeah, so first, um, Castellanos, that's a good patron. I know, I, I know we got thrown out at third, but with one out, it was aggressive. Um, but man, we're trying to do everything we can to, to score runs. If you can get to, to um, third base with one out, less than two outs, you have a better opportunity. We've we've always uh, believed in that and taught that. So it was a good aggressive play. Um, outfielder made a a good play, made a good throw, perfect throw, still close play at, at third base. Um, you're right on the the double steal. Um, we might have been a little over aggressive right there. Again, trying to do everything we can to. Um, get a run across, um, especially the way our pitching was, um, the way Trevor at the time was was pitching. Um, maybe a little over-aggressive. Strategically, it's a play that uh, we've ran before, and, you know, it wasn't the right time, and that, that's on me. That was that was a mistake there on, on uh, you know, on me trying to score a run to try to, to get something on the board. Thursday afternoon, it's game two of this best of three series, and it's a must win for Cincinnati. Right-hander Luis Castillo goes to the mound for the Reds. He's four and six with a 3.21 ERA. Right-hander Ian Anderson will pitch for Atlanta. He was three and two this season with a 1.95 ERA. We'll be on the air with a pregame show at 11.30 a.m. First pitch is set for 12.08. And again, the final score in Game 1 of the National League wildcard series from Atlanta, it was the Braves beating the Reds in 13-1-0. I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Radio Recap.